When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we're here with our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are we today? Okay, son, good to see you. We got an Asian tech stuff guy. Finally, an Asian who's going to do it right. Yeah, maybe you want to keep this one around, right? Okay, son, that was uh, you're named after one of our great, great places. Okay, son. Vietnam, I think. Okay. <laughs> I was very careful to avoid uh, Vietnam. Bone spurs. I know. We know. We talked about this, remember? Well, you know. Just in case we talked. No, it's the first time I'm meeting you, so I don't uh, know. I, 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 I know. What, I know. Uh, yes. What you're talking first about. First time, one day, I'm just going to go crazy. Uh, we have a guest today, Mr. President. We have a guest today. Um, my dog is attacking our producer. Um <laughs> Mr. President, we have a guest today, and I, I know I didn't uh, ask you to approve this guest. I kind of went on a limb. He is a CNN contributor. Um, it's a comedian, Dave Siegel. Dave, welcome to the well, show. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Mr. President, thank you for you having us. It's a pleasure. You know what? Uh, this is... We're doing a real podcast, okay? The people are enjoying it. I know it's your first time here, but uh, these other tech stuff guys knew very well not to have fake news. On this podcast, so we'll see. But you, uh, I, I've heard you refer to like Jim Acosta from uh, CNN as a who? good Jim Acosta as a as a good guy, the the White House correspondent reporter from Excuse from CNN. Me. I know who I've called a good guy, <laughs> and I don't recall calling Jim nice Acosta. Guy. I think he's a nice guy. Big well, Huck is a good guy. Big Huck is a good guy. She's <laughs> a good guy. <laughs> Kathy Bates. A lot going on, Mr. Trump. A lot going on. Well, right we're now. having a big week where uh, we did great things in Helsinki. Uh, well, that's what we're going to open with. Uh, you had a you had a meeting, tremendous with, meeting, with very Putin strong from very Russia. Two hours, two very strong leaders. Can you give us before we talk about what everyone knows? Can you tell us anything that maybe wasn't revealed about your meeting that came up? Like maybe some World Cup talk. I was maybe mad that Russia lost, or I don't know, maybe a remake of Rocky Four. Is there anything that came up that that we don't know about? Well, Vlad's very upset that uh, it looks like in Creed Two, a black is gonna beat Drago's son. Okay, he doesn't like that. He liked the first one. We all like the first one where Drago killed the black. Okay, <laughs> that was a good message. What was the message again, Mr. President? Well, about? the message Rocky Four, one of our great films, right was that if you're a humble white, you could beat the Russian. But if you're coming out dancing to James Brown with an afro, 
uh, Mr. Fred. Wearing the American flag, wearing our beautiful American flag as shorts. Very disrespectful. <laughs> you might get killed by a Russian. And I think a lot of people learned the lesson from that movie. Mr. President, what went into the decision to meet with Vladimir Putin alone? Well, today? you know what? Uh, fake news contributor guy. <laughs> Maybe you don't know this because you're not involved in high-level meetings, but when you have two powerful people, you can't have a lot of people around. You're not going to have the kind of rapport. Okay, it's a silent T. Not a lot of people know that. You got to have a rapport, okay? And you got to gotta meet on equal terms and if you got a lot of people around you can't really get to the core of of that relationship but uh very important that we have a good mr rump sorry silent uh why were you uh what's so funny Kason? i'm sorry you know you're you're producing and now you're being a laugh track i know i'll I'll stop laughing mr trump can you respond to reports that you didn't have anyone else in the meeting with uh with you and President Putin because you were afraid of leaks. Like these are top aides like Pompeo No prostitutes. And, and there Kelly. were no prostitutes, so no leaks. Are you really worried about that leaks at that high a level of the people that joined you in Helsinki? Well, you know what? Uh, sometimes you've seen a lot of leaks. You of all people should know. A lot of leaks coming out. So I wanted to talk to Vlad one-on-one. Strong guy to strong guy. How come you don't hear any about any leaks with the uh, Mueller investigation? That seems like a really tight-run ship. Well, because they're all—I'm sure—they're feeding news to different people, but they're very—they're uh, very anti-Trump. They don't want me to know how baloney their investigation is. A lot of baloney, a lot of Oscar Mayer. Do you think the meeting went well between you? Great and- meeting. Do you call him Vlad? Is that what you call him? Call him Vlad. And what does he call you? I call him Shirtless Vlad. That's his nickname. We, everybody gets a nickname. <laughs> I find that some of the other nicknames you have for people are more degrading, like Crooked Hillary and Little well, Marco. Little Marco. He's a little guy. Uh, but it doesn't seem like shirtless is anything negative. It seems more just well, like... Well, uh, you know, sometimes you could be, uh, you know, if you're in like on the beach or if some guy's always taking his shirt off where it's not appropriate, it can sometimes be uh, a negative, you know. But for him, he's in pretty good shape for a... Uh, However old he is. Good guy. Do you take your shirt off? Well, you know, sometimes. When I shower, <laughs> when I make sweet love to... Uh, Melania. Who? Melania. That's your, your wife's name, Melania. Yes, sir. Ivanka. She's a good guy. Well, Ivanka, let's not talk about her. She's, uh, she's prime real estate, and believe me, I know real estate. Would you have trusted Ivanka in the meeting with you and Vlad? Well, of course. I wouldn't trust Vlad, because believe me... I know how hot she is, so I can only imagine Vlad. She's a very she's got a kind of a Russian beauty look to her. Is Vlad married? We didn't. Talk, we don't talk about wives. I believe in the he meetings. Is. I mean, when we're going to you know the meetings, we sometimes have you know you don't want to really ruin the atmosphere by talking about wives. Now, uh, Mr. President, uh, you had a grand opportunity on the world stage today to definitively say to President Putin and in front of him that you were unhappy with the fact, according to U.S. intelligence agencies, um, that Russia meddled in the 2016 presidential election. But well, we don't know that that's what happened. Well, uh, well, according to U.S. intelligence agencies, we do. Not according to my intelligence, and believe me, I went to Wharton. A lot of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes you say that they didn't uh, meddle? Well... Vlad, shirtless Vlad, is, uh, he told me very toughly, 
Got a lot of toughness when he told me. Did he pinky swear? That he did not. Well, we don't pinky swear. No? Okay. But he, uh, we cross streams on a hooker. And now, that's, that's how powerful businessmen make promises. <laughs> By crossing streams? Crossing streams. I, I sense a, question, a podcast I, title. I had heard that you, you, I heard you when you said that he very powerfully and very strongly denied meddling in the 2016 election. But I'm curious about that because um, you speak through an interpreter. So was this in Russian or well, was no, the- he took off his shirt and that's kind of a sign. Oh, I see. So it wasn't really- so much language. It was body, <laughs> it was body language. language. Yeah. You know, you got to read the art of the deal. You got to read body language. Right. I, I did read your ghostwriter's book actually. Who? The guy that actually wrote art of the deal. I think some Jewish that guy. Kushner, that Kushner who's saying he wrote it. Yeah. He's lucky. I gave him a piece of the profits. <laughs> How do you know for a fact that what was being said and translated through was exactly what, was real because you only had these two translators. You don't know. Well, my translator is very good. Right. But how do you know his translator is very good? Because my translator is even better. So he knew. Okay. He knew both. So he, all you really needed was your translator, but you decided to let him have a translator? Well, you know, when in Rome, I think that's the thing they say, except we weren't in Rome. We were no, in you were in Helsinki. Helsinki. So when in Helsinki, have two translators. Highway to Helsinki. <laughs> Good ACDC song. Good guy. Possibly a good title, too. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to reveal about the meeting? Did you guys eat anything or drink anything? Puss, mostly. <laughs> you the, guys uh, both ate puss and then had a meeting? Well, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a Russian custom. You know, you uh, when businessmen have a meeting, you got to have, uh, you know, prostitutes as well. And I didn't want to be rude and reject the offer. Because so, when in Rome, right? When in Helsinki. <laughs> when in Helsinki. When in Rome. I don't know why you keep bringing Rome up. I don't know. You did first, so I was just well, I don't know following about that. suit. Okay. I don't know about that. Okay. Well, it was a good meeting, though, and I think uh, I believe him when he says he didn't do it. And I think it's important that we have strong relations with Russia. And uh, I think we're headed in the right direction because we're going to get crooked Hillary's server. That was the big news today. But don't I th- think we're going to find Hillary's don't, missing Don't you think emails. that's uh, kind of irrelevant at this point? Uh, has, she's not president. She lost. You're president. I mean, this is uh, you're still talking two years, almost two years into your administration about Hillary's emails. Well, the thing is, you know, justice delayed is uh, something. It's a thing. Mm, that's actually pretty profound. If you delay justice, okay? So we got to get justice. And if she's trying to ruin elections, it doesn't matter if it happened two years ago or two decades or even 10 years ago, which is more than two decades. It doesn't matter. We got to come to it because I believe in rule of law. That's a thing. So how do you rule come, of law. How do you come to terms with uh, demanding that the investigation to Hillary and her uh, chicanery, if you will, is not, there's no time limit to it. Justice is justice, yet you're constantly calling for an end to the Mueller investigation. Well, the Chicanos, I'm trying to keep out. Honestly, I'm glad you brought that up. The chicaneries and the Chicanos, we're trying to keep them out so that we can keep America, you know, the culture. We got justice keep the, wasn't one of the hookers. We right? got to keep the culture. No, that's not a Russian name. Okay, they're all named. Uh, they're all named Natalia, figures, and Natasha. Now, I also noticed that you thanked Finland and their contributions to NATO, but I didn't know if you knew that Finland was not part of uh, NATO. Who? Finland, the the good the place, country, I the like country Finland. where Helsinki, good. they're very good hosts. Helsinki's actually in Finland. Well, of course it is. Okay. 
But I guess you, you, you were under the impression that Finland was a part of NATO. Well, NATO, you know, NATO's having problems and we're going we're gonna to see about that. All right, that explains it, I guess. <laughs> You're going to make... Uh, well, it, this is a complicated podcast. You know, Mr. President, he works very long hours and he gives up his time uh, about 45 minutes every week to sit down with us. It so. eats into my six hours of executive time. I, and look, I appreciate you providing the McDonald's and I, I, you, you... Happy meals. Know. Yeah. Got to get the happy meals. People think I'm very angry. Not angry. Happy meals. Well, since you are with the toy, eating, I give the toy to Baron sometimes. Sometimes when you're going to give the apparently you're going to give the soccer ball that uh, Vladimir Putin gave to you today to Baron. I saw that. Who? Uh, Baron is your youngest. Oh, so, yeah, the tall guy. Yeah, 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 like seven feet tall. He's like Dirk Nowitzki, <laughs> that kid. <laughs> I saw a lot of uh, people online having a little fun with uh, the shot of you throwing the ball to Milana, saying you really dropped the ball today in Finland. Do you have a response to that? Well, you know. Melania is, you know, usually very good at catching balls. <laughs> She's a talented woman. Speaks five languages. Not a lot of people know that. Knows how to say anal is extra in 42 languages. <laughs> She's a very talented woman, and we're very lucky to have her as the first lady. I find it a little alarming, Mr. President, that you don't think the U.S. intelligence uh, knows anything. Well, they know some things. But they don't think they know anything about the whole Russia investigation. Well, I think they know some things, and I think that uh, you know Vlad knows some things as well. You know, we don't have a monopoly on 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 information. Okay, there's a lot of information out there, but somehow our great intelligence people can't find the thirty-three thousand Hillary Clinton emails. Well, util utilizing your plan with uh, Vladimir Putin, isn't it true that all you can do is ask her? Well. You know, except we know she got rid of them. and But we don't know that. Vladimir we don't know where Putin. they are. She can't tell us. She's not going to tell us where they are. She's a crooked Hillary. <laughs> but, you know. But in your opinion, the former KGB agent uh, and usurper of uh, Ukraine is what not. What is this, Game of Thrones? He's talking about usurper? That sounds like something <laughs> off of Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, uh -huh. here's the thing. We're going to form possibly a task force, okay? Vlad offered to give us Russian intelligence people to help get to the bottom of this. So That's we'll give it. them access. And I'm starting a daycare center with uh, pedophiles running it. Well, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think he was, being, he was being sarcastic. I don't think he was serious, Mr. President. Well, you know, I, you know, I'm a great reader of body language, and that looked very genuine. <laughs> well, he did have his shirt off. You're right. Okay. Put your shirt back on, Mr. Siegel. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. I know you did endorse Roy Moore. Well, he's a, uh, he's a good guy. A lot of false accusations. What was, what was false about all the accusations about him? Well, you know, these, uh, these, these unattractive women were coming forward and saying that, you know, once upon a time he, you know, tried to buy them an ice cream cone at the mall. If they were attractive, it would have been a different story, maybe? Well, uh, you know, I, he, he has somebody who endorsed me. I can tell he has good taste. I do remember on the campaign when that woman came forward about you allegedly uh, sexually harassing her on a, a plane. It was interesting that your defense was that she wasn't exactly your type. As if if she was your type, that that might have been uh, realistic. Well, that you, you see would... what fake news is doing. He's, he's, he's taking it one step further. I see, Mr. Trump. Now, I said she wasn't my type. I didn't say if she was my type, I would have done it. It just made it even more unbelievable that this old gray lady, okay? I didn't see me grabbing Theresa May. Very respectful. 
You did compliment uh, the Prime Minister of France's wife's body. I, I know when you... Well, when you it's know. banging. And she's old. <laughs> you know, she's like a Helen Mirren, Sophia Loren type. Like, you know, you might have to blow out the cobwebs, but still a good infrastructure. <laughs> Speaking of infrastructure, we got to do something. We're going to have a big infrastructure plan coming as long as they don't impeach me. If people want jobs and money and a good country... They'll leave me alone. Wouldn't it be a good investment to uh, maybe put that money into cleaning up the water in Flint? Who? Flint, Michigan. It's a city in Michigan that's suffering from a dirty water crisis. I won Michigan, by the way. Poisoning a lot of people. Bigly. A lot of votes. Crooked Hillary. Because that would take uh, infrastructure to build filtration, uh, irrigation uh, systems. Well, we're going to see who they vote for in 2020. Okay. But they have my promise that we're going to look into it. We're going to figure things out. Uh, any uh, response to the allegations that you're not acting on it because of the predominantly uh, black demographic that makes up the population of Flint? Let me ask you a question. What race is Kanye West? You don't know. His, his, uh, one of his closest friends is Kanye West. Oh, I know. I know. And tell him about... Uh, well, I'm asking a question. Okay. What race? What race is Kanye West? I would say African-American. Well, there you go. Uh, point taken. And then also, the, the song Gold Digger. Wrote the follow-up lyric. Wrote, you did. He wrote the chorus. Well, he told me I've got a song, and I, you know, I'm not saying she's a gold digger, and I told Kanye, I think I got the perfect next lyric. <laughs> Can I guess? Go ahead, you go first. Well, you know, they, we, we uh, off the podcast record. Oh, uh, hold on. We're off the podcast record. Okay. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> She ain't messing with, uh, well, let's just put it, she, she ain't messing with any Chicago's. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I understand we're PC and now I'm the president. Okay, even if we're off the podcast record and I can't go uh, willy-nilly dropping all the N-bombs that I want to. Mm. But uh, Kanye's my N-word. I thought you were going to go with gold shower. Oh, what? That's just a... Uh... I don't even know what that is. It's like uh, urban slang for uh, being urinated well, on. Well, you know what? I don't hang out with the urbans. <laughs> Should we go back on the podcast record? Yeah, let's... Uh, okay, we're good now. We're, we're good. So I wrote that lyric. Okay. This is the whole point of that story. We come back to uh, the whole Russia thing. There's a couple more things in the news. Uh, Papa John's CEO saying the Great N-word. Great pizza. Really good pizza guy. But he, he did say the N-word. He... In, in some business meeting. Uh, does, uh, I don't, uh, does Mr. Trump know what you're referring to when you say, quote, unquote, the N-word? You, oh, I know what it means. Oh, okay. <laughs> Believe he, me. He knows. He knows. Very familiar with the N-word. But me have you ever said the N-word? We're on the record. Uh, one second. We're off the record now. All the time. <laughs> Do you want to go back on the record? In the 1980s, I might have, you know what? I think I could have put out an entire rap album with how many times I was saying it, because they were trying to move into my buildings, they were raping women in Central Park, they were trying to, you know, they were trying to beat Larry Bird at basketball. They were everywhere. Have you ever then. apologized to Central Park Five? And they've been exonerated by DNA evidence. Well, that's you know, that's your DNA. I don't know. <laughs> no, that wasn't my DNA. Well, I'm not at all, saying you're. I'm saying you know, we all have our different kind of definitions. No, that's the of thing DNA. about DNA is it's actually DNA, very it's like specific have, to everyone. Everyone has their own DNA strand. Well, it's know, not arguable at all. It's actually science. We're, well, we're looking into the science, okay? And believe me, we're not so certain that uh, who's the we, and we're looking. Well, into a lot of people. 
Is it the same people that are running the EPA right now and like reversing all the laws that are protecting endangered species and, and holding corporations re- responsible for pollution? Well, what they're actually doing, okay, fake news, is that they are <laughs> unburdening our beautiful businesses, okay? They're letting our businesses actually do their job. So okay, how do you so feel about uh, Scott Pruitt uh, resigning? And well, we talked about, uh, about uh, Shady Scott last week. <laughs> And uh, he was a good guy, uh, very corrupt, but a good guy. Yeah, okay. Well, he's a man, you know, he's a good Christian and uh, cared, I think, a lot about the country, but uh, wanted to be me, I think. That was the problem. He, he was, you know, kind of like Icarus, okay? He flew too close to the golden Trump sun, if you know what I mean, trying to fly first class. You're like the when, orange sun. Well, when, to be honest, he's just a coach guy. All right. But a good guy. So no opinion on the Papa John CEO? Well, I think, you know, people need to realize that in corporate America, things are going to be said. Uh, It's a high-pressure environment. We're doing great things. And sometimes, you know, you don't always use the politically correct word because you're not there to be everybody's friend. Do you think he should still be CEO? I absolutely think he should be the CEO, and we're going to see if we can uh, maybe involve him with the... uh, the Trump administration going forward. You have some. You have some job opportunities for him. Well, we're going to see. I think, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe invent a new, you know, like a school lunch czar. You know, get all these kids eating some good, healthy Papa John's pizza. Have you ever had Papa John's? Well, I'm more of a McDonald's guy. Papa John's is not that good. Well, you know what? You're a Quezon. You're a uh, you're a coastal elite. I think, you know, we're in New York. I think these people are very uh, tough with their pizza. But you know what? In Trump I'll take, country... No, I'll take Domino's over Papa John's any day of the week. Well, you know, you don't want to know what the Domino's CEO said. <laughs> <laughs> Please. You know who plays Enlighten Domino's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, he says that's his big joke. That's how he came up with the name? Is that what you're saying, sir? That's exactly how he came up with the name. He was like, he said, I'm going to... He put on blackface and said, Domino, motherfucker. (laughs) People don't want to know that. Well, I never knew how Domino's was created, but now I learned something. Well, then how do you explain the name Popeyes? Their original plan, the reason they had 30 minutes or less, that was their big thing until people got killed from the delivery men trying to drive too fast. 30 minutes or less, it was because all their drivers were blacks and they were trying to run from the cops. So they said, in 30 minutes, you got to get there or else, you know, we might have a problem. I did not know that. That's, that's Well, there's a new. little pizza history for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. How come you never got into You've had a vodka. You had a plane. You had Great a vodka. Wine. Steaks. You're forgetting the steaks. beautiful, you beautiful a, steaks. You had a prestigious university. How come you not, never got into the fast food game? Well, and people know I, I've studied the fast food industry up close for many, many years. And uh, you know what? One of the things about being a great businessman is to know when there's good opportunities and then where's the, when, they, when they've done a good job. And so the I'm not going to do better than McDonald's. I mean, I could do Trump close. Trump steaks was a good opportunity is what you're saying? Great. great. Those were great. Did you ever have a Trump steak? Uh, I did not. Well, exactly. So, you know, fake news. We don't want your <laughs> fake food opinions, basically. <laughs> they were great steaks. Grade C meat. How can you stop making them? They were so good and profitable. Who? <laughs> that, was, that was a tough one. I withdraw the question. <laughs> I withdraw the question. That was my fault. Uh, Dave, I appreciate being a guest, but let's let's not attack the president. Oh, he gives that, us was, time that was. To well, no, Trump steaks were, they were, there was a beautiful steak company and uh, 
we're very proud of the uh, the work, but sometimes you got to focus on other things. So you were bored. Well, we like to move, you know, we uh And the vodka? What what was the story there? Great great vodka. I heard that uh date rape drugs didn't dissolve so well in Trump vodka and that was what Well, you know, I don't know about that, but I do know that uh Vlad, okay, who happens to be the president of Russia, mm-hmm. they know a little thing or two about vodka and he told me himself during our meeting, in fact, that's something I can tell you. He told me that his favorite vodka was Trump vodka, at which point I knew he couldn't have been behind the terrible election stuff. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, if that convinces you, then I guess so. But I think it would take a little more to convince all the Americans besides believing in your vodka as the best vodka over any Russian vodka. But OK, Mr. President, let's go to the next topic. The protests in London. I know you didn't go. Very to London. rude. Very rude. They, do you see it? Many people there. Thousands of people in the streets. Well, to be honest, not that many people. Well, they can, I've they seen pictures tricks. next well, to you there. Okay, and I've seen pictures of my inauguration missing two million people. <laughs> so they can do a lot with cameras and fake and Photoshop. news. Okay. So there weren't a lot of people in the streets protesting. Barely any. Yeah, interesting. I mean, they might have been out because they're hooligans supporting soccer, but they weren't. They were. There were no. There were no Trump protests. Now, regardless of whether they supported you or not, do you support their rights of free speech to protest against you? Well, it's not my country, so I can't. I'm not going to go to another country and tell them what to do. So theoretically, if someone were to fly a uh, satirical Trump cartoon balloon in in and around the White House, well, then we'd you have would- to see. You would support their right for for that freedom of expression. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of specifics there that we'd have to discuss and look into. Okay, now if they did a lampooning kind of mocking balloon of Hillary, would you support that? Well, she's not the president. She, you can do whatever you want. Oh, I see. So she's it really Hillary. has to do with if you're mocking the president. Well, or not. it's the office. It's a very uh, important office, and it's important that we respect it. Would you say that when you were challenging uh, your predecessor's uh, citizenship, was that respecting the office? Well, if he wasn't supposed to be, if he wasn't eligible for the office, I think that's the highest form of respect for the office. It's <laughs> an interesting way of looking at it. Well, if he's not even allowed to be president. But he was. He took the oath and he well, was. Well, and he had to show that birth certificate and we got him So to wouldn't the time to challenge him on that be before he did that, took the oath? Well, to be honest, as somebody who's obviously very successful at business with a lot of uh, different opportunities and investments and all around the world, Mm -hmm. a lot of hotels, a lot of properties, not always, you know, able to to delve into side things. But then when I had the time, I said, you know, Barack Obama doesn't sound like any American I've ever met. And it turns out that we're still not quite sure that he uh, was officially American. Have you ever met an uh, American that was of African descent? Well, I assume Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) You're assuming that. Okay. But the protests in London, uh, that's why you didn't go. Because if you went there, it was um, an embarrassment. Well, you know, I didn't know what they were doing. But I felt like it was not a good usage of my time. You're not a big fan of the mayor of London, are you? Huh. Well, we talked about the, and his official title is he's the Muslim mayor of London. We said last week, like Lloyd's of London, he's the Muslim mayor of London. And he's a, uh, he's not a, uh, you know, he's not, he's not my kind of guy. 
So, and obviously, if he lets his city because just he's run Muslim, amok, or well, I assume there are good Muslims out there. Like I've not met all of them, but from what I read, from what I see, the reports I get, you know, a lot of intelligence. They're not a they're not a pro American people. They're not a pro Christian people. Uh, and uh, you know, I think London made a big mistake. Is it a different intelligence than the intelligence looking into Russia, or this is a the same it's, or different? It's like a cousin. Okay. It's like the smarter cousin of the intelligence on mm. Russia. Okay. Like the more certain intelligence. I figured that. So this is the second time you skipped a trip to London. Is it just that city? Like what well, is they're it? Like a, oh, they're like a bad version of America. Like they speak English funny. They have less good stuff. The food's not that good. The there. food's terrible. Although they I do agree with you on that. So one, you did make it to there. Scotland, I noticed, though. You did go to your uh, golf course up in uh, Scotland. Well, of course. Right. I mean, is that a question? Of course I am. Yes, I visited my properties. Is that now a crime to fake news? <laughs> well, actually, it's funny that you would say that because one could argue that by promoting your own properties as president, you're making money and that would be a crime. Well, you know, I think going to visit something I own is not promotion. You know? Yeah, but when you tweet and you use the name of the golf course and you say how beautiful it is, is that any different than another president like advertising? And when a Barack product? Obama's playing basketball, that's not like some big advertisement for blacks and for Spalding. <laughs> no, because Spalding he doesn't own Spalding. That's the difference. Well, because he's not a successful and I don't think businessman. He owns blacks either. Well, you know what? We're looking into that. But he's. <laughs> It's his. It's my fault. He's not successful enough to own a basketball company. So you're saying that you there's no difference between. I'm you a victim of my own success. People want to say you're promoting. It just so happens I own so many things, but I'm not promoting. I just happen to be very successful. Got it. Tremendously successful, in fact. Mr. President, last topic before um, I was going to let our guest ask you some questions. Some more. He's been very talkative. He already. has been very talkative. He has been asking questions all on topic. Um, or things that are very similar to what we're talking about. I barely uh, have let Sean Hannity have this much time. Uh, well, Mr. And President, we, we do appreciate this time you give well, us. Well, I'm a journalist. And he is a journalist. Um, and Sean Hannity is a great journalist. Actually, Sean Hannity's not a journalist. I don't know if you ever looked it up. He's actually just a talk show host. He never studied journalism or went to journalism school. He worked at a newspaper, worked his way up from a lower market. Well, you know, he's actually uh, more of like Eddie a Jerry Murphy Springer. never took a stand-up comedy class, but I think he's still a comedian. Yeah, but the difference there is there's not like you don't study comedy in school to become a comedian. Well, I beg to differ. I think you see a lot of these clubs in New York promoting stand-up classes, like you get a diploma in stand-up comedy. <laughs> wow, that's a scary thought. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> uh, well, Trump University is actually offering a uh, master's degree in stand-up. Really? Yeah, it's How about good, improv too? No, well, improv's terrible. Sketch comedy? We're, we're looking into it. Miming? We're afraid we don't want to get too many people on the uh, the pathetic, failed SNL track. Juggling? No juggling. Magic? A little bit of magic. Storytelling? No. Okay. Just curious. Last get topic. a degree in tweeting. <laughs> Social media, okay. No. No? Tweeting. Right. Just tweeting. We focus on the, uh, the, pure, the purest form of social media. You've been, tweet. You've been retweeting your own quotes lately. Well, you know what? If somebody else isn't saying it as well, might as well share it twice. Good point. Do you favorite your own tweets as well? 
my favorite. I think maybe sometimes my staff does that. Ah. But uh, no. I mean, it's implied that I love my own tweets. That's why I tweeted them. I want to talk about someone who you're not a big fan of, Sasha Baron Cohen. Who? A comedian, Sasha Baron Cohen. I believe you referred to him as a Kushner. Oh, yeah. He is a, uh, he's a tall Kushner. Actually, he's your favorite. He's, he's British as well. He's from London. He's a British Kushner. Wow. A yes. Brushner. <laughs> Brushner. He has a new TV show. I know you were on the Ali well, he's G on, show. You know, Showtime is kind of a third-rate network. Oh, so you are familiar with his show. Well, I heard things about a show on Showtime. Gotcha. That was very, uh, very insulting to our troops and to our people. Well, you were on his show when he was on HBO as the Ali G show, and you walked off the show. Is that correct? You know what? I don't really remember, but that, you know what? It sounds like something I would have done because he's, uh, he's not a good guy. He was pitching you a product for a glove that you could hold an ice cream cone with so that when the ice cream melts, it won't uh, land on your hand, and uh, you didn't seem interested. Well, to be honest, that's not a terrible idea. <laughs> okay, now, <laughs> years later... So he has a new show out. Uh, I, what's the name of the show? Dave, do you know the name of the show? Is it America? Who it are called? we, America? Something like that. Who are you, America? Who is America? Who, Who is America? America? Thank you, you really don't know anything about this Nothing. show, Mr. Trump. Have you seen the first episode? Uh, I've heard. I've, I've seen things popping up on social media. Your good friend Sarah Palin is on the show. Great lady. She's on the show. I, we haven't seen the episode yet that she's on, but we heard it's not too flattering. Well, you know, she did, uh, it's probably about the time she had sex with uh, Glenn Rice. <laughs> I don't know what it's on, but... That's frowned upon, that kind of lovemaking by a lot of your followers. Well, you know, we'll, uh, we don't have to get into that right now, but it's a very questionable decision by Sarah Palin, but you know. The show's receiving a lot of criticism uh, not the show itself, but also the uh, guests on the show. A lot of Republican politicians have been uh, saying on the show that they support kindergartners and preschoolers being armed with guns to fight off mass shooters. Do you right. feel the same? Well, I don't. What's I don't? Uh, is there a question there? <laughs> I guess uh, we could just place it to you. If you run a show, would you support the idea of preschoolers being armed, or even Barron? Would you support Barron being armed? Well, Baron doesn't really need that because we have Secret Service. But if, if you're not so lucky to have Secret Service, I would not tell a family that they can't arm their, uh, their toddler. But have you, I know you've never raised a toddler because we've gone over raising your children. But toddlers a, real, a real man doesn't raise his kids. A real man provides an example of success for them to aspire to while the woman... And the nanny raised the kid. Success in meaning wealth? Well, meaning wealth, meaning power, meaning, uh, you know, just success in what your endeavors are. And uh, obviously my kids have all seen that and they're all successful in their own right. So, But wouldn't, what would the opposite of success be? Would it be failure? Failure. Don't, haven't you had two failed marriages? No, those were two failed wives. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, there's a very big difference there. The marriage didn't fail because I was in it and I was succeeding the whole time. But uh, Marla Maples and uh, Ivana both failed. I see. Do you still have bad feelings towards Sasha Baron Cohen? Well, I don't know who that is. Okay. 
I'm gonna I mean, let- he's on Showtime. Like that's not even. I mean, it's barely a network. The only thing worse would be if he was on After Power on Stars. <laughs> yeah, which is an African American show. You well, know that. you know, Kanye told me about it, and he said uh, Fifty Cent was on it, and that you know he's like the the bad version of Kanye. So we don't we don't watch Power. Now I'm gonna let uh, Dave have uh, three more questions you could ask the president before we wrap this up, and everybody can plug things they have uh, coming up. So, uh, Dave, the floor is yours. You can ask and this Mr. President. also let people know this is, you know, I allowed a fake news person to come in here and ask all these questions. And people say, oh, you don't do it. Mr. You know, the president is afraid. No, the American people afraid. will see, Mr. Not president, afraid. when this goes up on not Wednesday, afraid. the American people will see. Opposite of afraid. Mm-hmm. Very courageous. Uh, Mr. President, in the GOP convention, when you accepted the nomination to become president, you referred to yourself as you're going to be a champion for gay LGBTQ rights. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, what were you LGBTQ rights in America? Uh it's the community. Well, I have a gay vice president. I don't know if there's anybody ever has been. He doesn't know more his nickname. He doesn't know his big nickname. gay Mike Pence. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever been more LGBTQ friendly than to have. You know, should I resign and let him become the first gay president? That's the only way I could be more pro LGBTQ. Well, there's a there's a law on the tables right now that could prohibit gay couples from adopting children. Do you support that law? Well, we got to see what's, you know, that's what you're telling me it is. But if there could be more details, there could be more information about it. Well, let me just ask you flat out. Do you support a gay couple, a married gay couple's right to adopt a child? I think uh, we need to look into it. I think there's pros and cons. I think What would the cons be, you know? Well, I think, you know, nature, I think, would like it to be a man and a woman. But sometimes you can't have that. And sometimes I think if uh, if two Mike Pences, you know, want to have a kid and maybe can do better than, you know, two Chicago's who are on crack, then maybe that's a good situation. So I think under under certain circumstances, if it's the best possibility for the child, mm-hmm. like growing up in Chicago with some, you know, what's or being with two gay Mike Pences, maybe we pick the Pences. Next question, Dave. Uh, I, I noticed recently the, the administration is not going to meet the deadline that a federal judge gave to reunite many of the children that were separated at the border. I was wondering, uh, the whole argument against illegals coming and being separated in the first MS-13. place was that uh, if they just follow the law, none of this would ever happen. This to the country legally, none of this would ever happen, right? So why don't doesn't your your administration follow the law now and meet the deadline that it was dictated? Well, we're looking into that judge first of all. We got to find out if he's maybe like that judge, that Mexican judge who didn't like me. Because uh, it was. It, I'm pretty sure it's a white woman. That- well, you know what? They've got all sorts of diversity now. You know, we got Pocahontas claiming to be Native American, and she looks like a very white woman. So you're not afraid to uh, miss the deadline that was? Uh, well, we're doing what we can. Uh, you know, but we're looking into this judge. And where are the children now that as they wait for their to be reunited with their parents? Who? The children at the border that were taken from their parents' custody. Uh, I don't even remember, but they, yeah, that was it. Was your uh, well? Policy. It was actually it was actually actually uh, Obama and the Clintons. Who, no, that's who, not true. Well, you know what? 
the Clintons were very pro-tough immigration, and Obama was separating, uh, you know, Obama wasn't separating; he was deporting. I will say that Obama was deporting people, but a lot it, of deportation. But it was your uh, administration's policy to separate the parents from the children. Uh, and actually, the open timetable as seemingly as to when they're going to be returned. Well, we're looking into it, and I think it's important that uh, we all remember that uh, this is really the Obama problem. I find you say we're looking into it a lot. Well, we're looking into it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if we're looking into something, I'm not going to say we're not looking into right. it. We're looking into it. We're I looking. Get it. We're talking to people. We're we're looking over things. We're we're listening. We're we're hearing as well, and we're uh, we're gonna find out, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna make decisions. Who would you like to uh, run against in twenty twenty? Well, you know, there's there's so many options. I think uh, Pocahontas would be quite funny. Uh, she's very boring. Well, that's now, very I, PC I under, of you. I, I've heard a lot of people online say that uh, she'd take you up on your challenge to take a DNA test. If you were to release your taxes, is that, is that a deal that you'd be willing to make with her? Well, you know, you can't really trust Pocahontas because I think she's probably something of an Indian giver. So she might make this deal and then renege. Not a Papa John's. I didn't say it. Okay, I got you. And so we'll see. I don't, you know, I'm still under audit. So while you doubt her Native American roots, you are unwilling to make a deal with her just in case she is an Indian giver. Exactly. But it's a real catch-22, <laughs> because if she is, she might renege, and if she isn't, then what am I doing this deal for? Because I already know she's not. It's a real Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> I learned that term this week. That's good. But I think uh, Bernie Crazy Bernie would be fun to run against, because I got to tell you, he thinks he's got all these followers. He's a Kushner. <laughs> he's from Vermont. Nobody cares about Vermont. And I mean, I do. I love the people of Vermont that vote for me, but you didn't win Vermont. Well, I like the people who voted for me from Vermont. Yeah, I noticed you. They uh, should move to like Ohio just to ensure. That and I, if I get one final question, I noticed actually you're one. Cory Booker also to answer your question. I don't know why oh. I'm being Cory Booker because even though Obama can't run again, I would feel like I was beating Obama <laughs> if I could beat Cory Booker. Why? Why is that? Well, because you know he's a. Uh, well, you know what. <laughs> Uh, Dave, thanks so much for coming on today. Uh, do you he have had one more? I, Kaysan. Yeah? He said he had one more question. That Wasn't that the question? No, no, well, I was just... All right, no, go for it, Dave. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. You, President wants to hear on the question. I'm, you're one of the very few presidents that wins and then continues to campaign. I notice you hold a lot of uh, campaign rallies, but you only hold them in states that you won. Why, why not reach out to the other side of the aisle, to other voters, and hold a campaign rally in Vermont or, or uh, California? People who support, you know, it's one of those things like where if you go to a business, you get like a frequent subcard at Subway. Remember they used to do the punch? Yeah, you get pretend a, you get a free sandwich. Exactly. Okay. Well, if you give me your electoral votes, guess what? you get a presidential visit as your reward. If you're in California, you know, voting for trans bathrooms and, and uh, you know, pot for kindergartners, guess what? I'm not going to visit and do a rally at your state because you haven't earned it. 
Got it. So pot for kindergartner is bad. Guns for kindergartner is good. Well, you know what? One can protect you and one can hurt you. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to figure out which one is which. <laughs> oh, shit. Mr. President, thank you so much uh, for coming out again this week. You know, uh, what? if you're lucky enough to be here next week, and I don't know that you will because mm-hmm. I don't appreciate being Most likely ambushed, I'm not going to be. Being ambushed by fake news. You got to tell me who's going to be here. If you're we're right. going to have people here. I'm sorry, Mr. President. But Do you feel this I was should, unfair to you today? Well, this should prove to everybody that I'm not afraid of anything. That is true. You took on fake news and all the questions. Dave, you have uh, any anything to plug, anything coming up you'd like to share with the fans? You can just uh, hit me up on uh, at Stand Up Dave on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Awesome. Uh, guys, please keep uh, subscribing and rate the podcast five stars on iTunes and leave any comments. If you want to see what guests you want to see, if you want to see Obama come back again, if you want to see anyone else come on and talk to the president, please leave that. Also, uh, at J- stay in Wakanda. <laughs> God. Uh, at JNOG on Twitter and Instagram. And gigs coming up uh, this Thursday. This comes out Wednesday. So this Thursday, I'll be a headlining Yonkers Comedy Club and Friday, Fairfield Comedy Club in Connecticut. So coming out to those shows and subscribe on iTunes and spread the word. Mr. President, thank you again for coming out this week and talking to all the Americans. Are and they even listening now that you've done your, your 90 minute? It was maybe 30, 40 seconds, but. It was very long. It's always very long to you, but. All right, Mr. President, thank you again this week, and uh, I appreciate it. You're very welcome. It was your honor. The voice of Donald J. Trump is by J.L. Covan. Hello, everybody. I'm at the DC Improv July 26th to the 29th, so come to those shows. And I'm recording my uh, last stand-up album before I uh, end it all. (laughs) August 15th at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia. So come to that. Uh, and maybe I'll just uh, shoot myself on stage at the end. And But if I don't, I'm opening for Josh Blue the next three nights at uh, Helium. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. And uh, God help us all. <laughs>